Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, on a weekend, two brothers visited their grandmother. So, the younger boy and his brother knelt down by their bed to pray this way and shouted as loud as he could. The younger boy prayed, Please, Lord, I need a new bicycle and a new pair of sports shoe. The older brother said, Shh, not so loud. God is not deaf. You know that. And to which the younger boy replied, Yes, I know, but grandmother is deaf. My dear brothers and sisters, the main theme of today's gospel reading is that true humility and repentance for our sins must be the hallmark of our prayer. However, the central focus of today's parable is not on prayer itself, but rather on the evil of pride, the need for true humility, and the role of God's grace in our salvation. The first reading from Sirach says, The prayer of the defenseless, like poor, widows, and orphan, and the praise of diligent servant, and the praise of humble, attracts the attention of God. And also he says, It pierces the clouds to reach the throne of God. So that is why the best prayer is humble and selfless service to such marginalized and abandoned people. And then our prayer becomes more powerful. And the second reading, Paul, like the tax collector in the gospel parable today, humbly acknowledges his work as accomplished by the grace of God. And he thanks God for enabling him to fight a good battle to run a good race while keeping his faith intact and proclaiming it. In the Gospel reading today, we hear the parable of the tax collector and the Pharisee and the tax collector. And this parable tells us about the value of humility in contrast to self-righteousness. The Pharisees were an influential religious sect within Judaism known for their emphasis on personal piety with everyday prayers, acceptance of oral tradition and the written law in Torah. And also they are very good at rituals of purification. The tax collector, on the other hand, collects taxes from the Roman, for the Roman government. So they are considered unclean because of their conduct or because of their contact with the Romans. Also, they are dishonest. They grab more taxes to become rich. Known as, they are known as sinners in line with thieves, murderers, and prostitutes. So considered as a spiritually not fit because of their crookedness. What is in common between these two groups is that both believe in same God, same religion, same temple, same time to pray. And the parable we heard, one went home with peace, the other did not. Why? Solely believing in God, 
only believing in God does not save anybody. Even the devil believes in God and trembles. So it is not a belief that matters rather than what we believe and how that affects our lives and our views. And there are three stages we can reflect from today's uh, parable, from today's gospel reading, to go a little more deeper into the reflection about the tax collector and the Pharisees. So we have three approaches that we can find from today's gospel reading. The first, approaching the temple area. The Pharisee and the tax collector went to the temple area to pray. And the temple area was, a, uh, was considered as a sacred place. They believed that God is truly present there, at that very place. And they began to pray as they entered the temple. And they are right in front of God, in the presence of God, when they, are, when they were praying. And the second, the attitude of approach. So attitude of Pharisee in prayer is this. I'm not like the rest of humanity. I'm not greedy. I'm not dishonest. I'm not adulterous. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes on my whole income. I'm not like that of tax collectors. And he is probably a good Pharisee. And the tax collector stands far off a distance and he would not even raise his eyes to God, to heaven. He beats, he beats his breast and says, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He recognized that he is a sinner and nothing in the presence of God. And we could see the Pharisee was self-righteous and he was pride in his prayer. And whereas the tax collector was very humble before God. The third, the direction of prayer. The Pharisee directed his prayers right at himself. He started judging others as well. He points out the faults of others. The tax collector directed his prayer to God. He acknowledges before God as that he is a sinner. And I have come to call the righteous not the righteous, but the sinners to repentance, say Jesus Christ, in the Gospel of Luke chapter 5. And also, the Gospel ends today with these words, For all those who humble themselves will be exalted, and all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. So we could see the difference between the Pharisee and the tax collector when they prayed. Who was praying? One was praying uh, out of pride for his self-righteousness. The other was praying with humility of heart. And today, the readings are inviting all of us to reflect deeply, looking at these readings. What is our attitude towards prayer? Pride or humility? The attitude of prayer, uh, the attitude of praying person should be always humble. And how do we understand this humility in our prayer? Because the humility brings us joy of eternal life. And that's what we heard in the first reading and in the gospel reading. And how do we pray? And what is our attitude towards prayer? And how do we understand this parable? And what message can we carry to make our prayer life better? 
So I would like to instruct you three things which might help you in your prayer to be humble before the Lord. The first thing, the language of the body. Eucat, that is youth uh, catechism of the Catholic Church, says one cannot pray without body. So the language of the body is very important in prayer. The tax collector prayed by putting his head down. And Jesus narrates this expression of tax collector as if he was, uh, was an eyewitness. And also we find Jesus himself praying in the garden of Gethsemane, falling down on the ground, praying. And also we see Mother Teresa sitting on the floor, and putting her head down, leaning, leaning her head towards, uh, bending her head in prayer. And how do you and I pray? What is the body language that we take when we sit in prayer? That's what we need to seriously reflect. And the second thing, the language of the heart. The Pharisee prayed with his head, boasting about himself and uh, talking hill about others. Whereas the tax collector accused himself and prayed with sorrow. So also, my dear brothers and sisters, accuse yourself, you will be excused. And excuse yourself, you will be uh, accused. The real prayer comes from the heart, not from the head. That's what we need to remember. The third is the language of the change. Every true prayer is a game changer. And Jesus says, this tax collector after the prayer went home happily or went home justified. And there was a change in him. And every prayer changes our life. Think of yourself, how you were before prayer and after the prayer. You should always keep this in mind when you Go to pray, think how you were before the prayer, and after the prayer, how you are. And if you feel that you have changed and you have experienced something, after the prayer, if your mindset is changed, your attitude and your very self is changed, since you were in the presence of God, then your prayer is true. If not, you have never prayed or you, are not, you have not prayed at all. So my dear brothers and sisters, if you want your praise to be heard, accepted, and if you want to experience to go home happily or at peace like tax collector, remember to be humble before the Lord. Keep these three things might help you. The language of your body, the language of your heart, and the language of change that might help you to be and to experience God's graces in your life. Remember, humility does not have its eyes on self, but rather on God and others. A prayer that lacks humility is not a prayer at all. And a pride in prayer does not have its eyes on God, but on oneself and one's achievements. Pride in prayer is not a prayer at all. It is a self-glorification. So my dear brothers and sisters, today's readings are inviting us to be humble before the Lord so that we may experience His graces and blessings 
and we may also go home happily and also receive God's blessings at every moment of our life. For this, we need to specially work in our prayer life. Amen.